It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hey there, everyone. This is Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. Last week, with all of my huge life transitions, I talked about the let's see what happens mindset. If you didn't hear last week's episode, I decided that I was going to shift my mindset this way because my firstborn son started his first year at college. I was going back to work into the actual classroom after almost six months of working from and being at home, and all three of my kids would be going back to in-person school during a pandemic. I could either let all of those transitions eat me alive, or I could just dive in and simply just see what happens. As for school, when I look at social media, I am so saddened to see that some teachers, actually a lot of teachers, have made the decision to quit their jobs because they're afraid to go back to work due to the fact that they fear that they might die due to catching COVID. And I get it. There are some people who are truly at risk and should be concerned. And there are some people who are taking care of elderly parents and don't want to bring it home to them. But, and I know there's all kinds of other reasons why people, I mean, no one wants to catch anything, any kind of disease. But um, with this COVID disease, it just seems like, you know, there's just so much fear going on. Um, But the article that that came across my path said that there were hundreds of thousands of teachers suddenly quitting their jobs across the country. Are there that many teachers who are truly at risk? Now, maybe I'm just naive and I apologize if that's the case. I'll admit it, I stay pretty closed up in this bubble of mine, partly due to the pandemic, but partly by choice. Um, there is a ton of negativity out there, and I personally don't enjoy it. I like feeling positive and intend to remain this way as much as possible. So to watch the news and scrolling through social media can really suck the life out of my vibe, just like this article did. Um, but in my very honest opinion, I think some teachers don't want to go back because teaching is hard, especially in-person teaching. Like when you're there with the physical kids, I mean, you may not have a job where you're like physically working hard, but there's something about physically being around kids that is exhausting. (laughs) 
And there are lots of things that I disagree with, just like I probably would if I had chosen another career path. And I hear stories about how disrespectful kids can be and how there's no parent support and how school is just a place where kids go during the day to pass the time and to momentarily keep them out of trouble. I'm fortunate enough to work in a district where that is not the case. But I think that some teachers don't want to go back because, like all other careers, teachers, or not teachers, but teaching can be really awful. I mean, even in my district, there are awful things. I've not had a good day every single day that I've taught. I mean, any career is going to have some really awful things. And I know some districts just, you know, the way that they are, there are awful things that go on daily. And I it saddens me. However, I think that some enjoy being the victim. And here's the thing, if you really don't like what you do for a living, don't do it, especially teaching, okay? I mean, I'm sure that goes for probably all career paths, but don't do it, don't do something if you hate it. I mean, I know that if I hated teaching, which is definitely not the case, then I am doing a disservice for the children that cross my path. So... And plus, I mean, if you hate what you're doing, then you're wasting a lot of the time that you have on this earth. So you definitely don't want to be, you know, doing something that you hate for the short amount of time that we have on this planet. So I highly suggest find something that brings you joy. Teaching truly brings me joy. And if I was in a very tough district, I'd probably go and find another district to work in. I'm not that super teacher now. A lot of those teachers that are in there and have the patience of a saint and, um, you know, they're changing the world in those classrooms of districts that have it, um, have, are having a very difficult time. But um, some teachers are meant for that and are world changers, but I assure you that's not for me. I, I'm not strong enough. I know myself well enough to know that um, that situation, those kinds of situations are not for me. Anyway. Back to having the let's see what happens mindset. I had no choice, just like most of us across the nation. But I had no choice but to see what happened over the last week and a half since school started. So I'm going to tell you what happened. Going to work, mask, shields, and all has been fantastic so far. And when I say shields, I'm not talking about face shields. Yes, I have a mask. I also have a face shield. But the kids also have these shields that are almost as big as they are. <laughs> and they fold up and they carry them around and they're kind of a pain. They fall over and, and all of that. But um, but all of that said, kids actually want to be back in school. And it's really, really nice. It is nice to be teaching children who want to be in school, whether that's online or in person, they want to be back at school. My nine-year-old, who used to claim that she hated school, begged me to put her to bed early on the eve of the first day of in-person school for her. I asked her what she was the most excited about, and she said, Mommy, I get to see people. I feel that her age group is truly a group that has suffered intensely during the pandemic. I can drive 
my teens can drive. So we've been able to see our friends. I've been able to see my husband. Haley, my nine-year-old, on the other hand, has only two friends that she plays with and um, outside of school anyway, and for all sorts of reasons, had to go weeks without seeing someone her age. All things organized and fun for Haley, like church camp and ziplining camp and drama camp, all of those things where she could have made friends and been around kids her age, those were all canceled. So for the last six months, it's been a pretty lonely world for my Haley. For in-person school, my students never want to go back to remote learning again, and therefore will do whatever they have to do to keep themselves safe. They wear their masks with no complaints. I have not yet heard a child complain. I have not had to tell a child to put a mask on their face during school when we were in the building because they are allowed to take their masks off outside when we take a mask break. But otherwise, they just do it. I don't even have to tell them. Um, the kids that I have, they come into my classroom ready to learn. Every single one of them. One change that I noticed as to why this may be happening is that they have a scheduled 20-minute mask and restroom break prior to starting each class. Literally, when they return from their break, they are sitting, not saying a word, and ready to learn. I've been teaching for a very long time. I have yet, until this year, um, ever walked into a classroom of kids who are silent and ready to go on their own without me having to argue with them to get quiet. Usually, it takes us about five minutes to get quiet. My kids, after their mask and restroom break, they come in, they sit down, they're quiet. I don't even have to ask. So for remote learners who are having trouble staying focused, um, if your child has to learn from home, maybe try getting them to go on a walk prior to logging into Zoom. I have about 45-ish in-person students, and um, them getting their wiggles out before it's time to sit and focus has been working out in a really, really awesome way. Um, another thing that has happened since um, we dove into this new world of going to school in a pandemic is that no one in my school has COVID so far, and um, our county is now back to yellow. And this is with 80% of our student body back at school. Um, parent support, at least for me, has been outstanding, um, especially with my remote learners. Um, it seems like the parents who have chosen the, um, the online learning um, kind of understand that there's going to be technical difficulties. And um, the parents that I've had to work with over the past week and a half have been um, really, really supportive and awesome and um, have been sitting there learning with their kids um, and have enjoying it, have been enjoying it. Um, so um, for them, mostly, it's mostly been the remote learners parents, um, I've gotten lots of emails thanking me and telling me that although it stinks when the internet goes down on their end or mine, um, they are super understanding and so appreciative of all the hard work that I have done, my colleagues have done, and our administrators. In fact, I've never gotten this many positive emails in my 23 years of teaching than I have in this past week and a half. So it's been really, really awesome. And I'm thankful for all of this because um, you know, like I said, some teachers are quitting. Some people don't want to go back. Some people, you know, have all kinds of reasons for not wanting to be at school. But for me, I am so glad that I took the risk and so far so good. Um, had I not taken the risk, I wouldn't be getting as much joy as I am from being back at work. So um, 
I'm going to ride this wave for as long as I can because it has really been awesome. I really enjoy being with the kids online and in person. I, I am enjoying all of it. I literally could go on about how much I'm loving being being back at school. So, um, you know, we're in a pandemic and I have never felt more alive. I am super blessed. The town I live in is amazing and I know this is not the case in every town. I was feeling anxious as well as many other parents, administrators, and teachers across the country. But for this teacher, I'm filled with new life and joy and have been more excited to teach now more than ever. If you're anxious and afraid, I'm telling you just a snippet of the positives going on at my school with the intention of bringing you hope. The media tends to tell us the negatives, so here's a real-life positive story from someone you know. I know bad things can happen, devastating things can happen, and have happened to me. My life is, if you've been listening for a while, you know my life is not all unicorns and rainbows every day. Um, I've had some devastating things happen in my life, just like most of you. My husband and daughter both got COVID at the same time, so I know unwanted setbacks can happen. I also want to say that although they tested positive, they were both practically asymptomatic. This is not the case for everyone, but bad things will happen to all of us no matter what we do. My mother-in-law did all she could to stay healthy and died anyway. And she died way too soon due to pancreatic cancer. It's awful, and she's not the only case that I could tell you about where someone was healthy but died anyway. I'm sure there's someone in your life that you lost who did all they could to stay healthy and safe. My point is, see what happens, because... The one thing we know for sure is that life will not go on forever, at least not our earthly lives. Make the most of the life that you've been given now because no matter what, whether you're afraid or you quit your job, there's still a good chance you could die from a million other things besides COVID. We have to learn how to live with it, just like we have with cancer, the flu, car accidents, and so many other things that can kill us, yet we still continue on. So anyway, that's my little update from the past week or so. So, so far, everything's not as bad as most of the general public and the media predicted it would be. So I am very, very happy to report that. And, and I hope I'll be able to report that for the, the rest of the school year. <laughs> but again, we'll see what happens. Today, though, I want to talk about how I lost seven pounds over the last two and a half weeks. And it is a very, very big deal that I did this. And here's why. I'm the type of person who does not like to work out. I admire and I have a ton of respect for those of you who do. I wish I had that drive, but it's not me and working out hardcore hurts. I don't get how the big wigs do it. I mean, doesn't it hurt you? <laughs> well, working out hurts me and I simply don't like it. So if this is you, there is hope because I lost seven pounds in two weeks without working out. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. I don't like diets. I've tried keto, which will work mostly for men. I lost a little weight when I tried it, but not seven pounds this quickly. And the weight ended up just coming back. I did the plant-based diet, which I, and I really didn't lose much either, but I did feel healthier and had more energy. So again, if you also dislike diets, then I may have a solution for you because I would definitely say that I am not like on a diet. I've made some changes that I can live with, but not a diet. 
I love bar food, fried food, homemade baked goods, and so much more food that is super bad for you. I love going out to eat. So this was a major change that I did. I did stop going out to eat almost entirely, but I'll tell you more about that in just a minute. I wonder if any of these character traits resonate with you. If so, I bet you're wondering how I did it. And I did keep it off, and I am still losing, by the way. So I'm going to tell you what I did, and it wasn't, it wasn't anything uncomfortable or anything huge. Nothing major here, because, you know, if you've been listening for a while, you know, I don't, I don't want to do anything drastic. <laughs> I mean, I know it stinks. Like, I, I want to lose my pandemic weight, but I don't want to work that hard at it. And I actually think I've figured out a way around working all that hard. So let me tell you about this. So number one, like I said, I, I stopped eating out pretty much all together in the last two weeks. I used to eat out about two to three times a week. And now that I'm back to work, I really don't have time to eat out. And I'm also saving for my son's college. And soon my other daughter will also be in college. And I know that eating out isn't going to help me save money. Um, number two, I subscribe to a new food service called Every Plate. The cost for the subscription I chose is about $68 per week. For $68, I feed my 9- and 16-year-old daughters and myself, and we have leftovers. The food is all fresh, so I'm eating. we're eating chemical-free food. There's no preservatives or anything like that in, in the food that we're eating. The meals I choose include meat and lots of veggies, and sometimes I get a pasta dish, so yes, I am eating carbs, but I'm still losing weight and have kept, kept it off. And just so you know, I don't have like any science behind this, and I mean, maybe you like that kind of thing. I'm not going to be able to give you science and numbers and data and all of that. I'm just only simply able to tell you that that this is what's working for me. Um, so, I mean, if you know, and I, you know, I'm not really into, I eat badly, typically, you know. So you might know more about food and you might know why I'm losing the weight. Honestly, I can just tell you what I'm doing and I don't know why it's working, <laughs> but it is. Um, but with every plate... Um, I also have to cook the food myself, so it's not one of those prepackaged deals. Typically, I would say I'm not good at cooking, and I would also normally say that I don't like to cook, but I am able to follow the recipes with ease, and I'm actually enjoying myself. I've never enjoyed cooking ever, but now I kind of am. Um, and maybe because the food actually tastes better than most restaurant food and I'm not kidding you about that like when I'm kind of on my own and making my own thing without every plate and without a real recipe the food is definitely not as good but but this food actually tastes better than most restaurant food um my kids love it we have loved every single recipe so far my family gives me compliments on my on what I make and that's a bonus because this girl runs on positive feedback number three I eat very little junk food. The junk food that is in my house right now are Rice Krispie treats and a bag of chips. Chips and dip are my drug of choice. And yes, I ate some last week, but I did not go crazy with it. And let's talk about that. Because I normally do go crazy when there's chips around. <laughs> However, I'm not going crazy with the bag of chips. See, normally like a drug, if I eat one chip, then I will, and I have, eaten the entire bag plus the dip all at once. But now I've been able to stop at one handful of chips. And I think I have this kind of figured out. 
See, I bought this scale on Amazon. It was very inexpensive, and I will put a link in the show notes um, so you can buy it. But this is the key to my mindset in losing weight. It's called the Loftilla Smart Weight Scale, and it was about $40. And um, there's an app that goes with it. So you add the app to your phone, and you have to put in like some of your data, and then you step on. And not only does it give you your weight down to the ounce, but it will also tell you your BMI, your body fat percentage, and so much more. Like there's probably 10 different things that it will tell you um, about your body just from stepping on the scale. It'll also tell your tell you your um, your metabolic age, which has also been very motivating. By losing seven pounds, my metabolic age is three years younger than my actual age. And each time I lose more weight, I get quote unquote younger. Every morning, religiously, I hop on the scale. And when I see that I lost another pound or an ounce, to me, that's reason to celebrate. But the reverse is not so fun. If I go up even an ounce, I'm not happy. The best I've done was lost two pounds overnight and I was on a high. The feeling I get when I lose weight, even an ounce of weight, is a feeling that I want to have daily. I like how this feels. However, when I gain even an ounce of weight, I feel pretty crappy. And that feeling, that crappy feeling is what's driving me to continue to eat healthy. Get the scale. The old school ones with the needle that doesn't show you the ounces is not very motivating. When you're able to see that you lost even just an ounce, it is very, very, very motivating. Number four. All right, so let's chat a little bit about exercise. Like I said, I don't like it, but I have to be exercising somehow to lose seven pounds in a short amount of time, right? And yes, you are correct. I am exercising. I am walking, though. So if you count walking as exercising, well, that's what I'm doing. Um... After I have my coffee and I journal a little bit and I read a little bit, I walk a mile in the morning. I really love walking outside in my development, but in order to pull this off with my work schedule, I have to be walking no later than 6.20 a.m. And the sun is no longer up at that time anymore. So I hop on the treadmill until I walk a mile. I do the same in the evening. And since my students have a mask break twice during the day, we go on a 10-minute walk each, each session. Overall, with walking two miles intentionally, I walk another two miles from just being at work and moving throughout the day. On average, I'm getting about four miles per day and I'm burning about 300 plus calories a day. It's not much, but it's working for me so far. And when I've eaten junk food, I make myself walk another quarter mile. So number five. So what if you don't like walking? I'm not sure that I actually like it. I mean, I walk in the same area daily. I know I could change my route, but a walk around my development two times equals one mile, and I really don't feel like calculating a new route because sometimes I'm just lazy like that. So perhaps I don't like walking, but what I do like is the time alone. Mostly I listen to podcasts, and even then my mind will wander, but I get my best ideas on a walk. You guys know I love listening to podcasts, but something even better happened. The audiobook app called Audible um, added a program called the Audible Plus Catalog. 
Each month, I was already getting a new credit at $15, which allows me to buy a new audiobook. And I get super excited to use this credit on the first of the month. But oh my goodness, this new Audible Plus catalog is my new Pinterest. At no extra charge, I am able to get so many audiobooks and podcasts. Not all of the books I want are in the Audible Plus catalog, but a ton of them are. I have been scrolling through the catalog like Pinterest, and I've been adding free audiobooks to my library like they are going out of style. Now, I've mentioned Audible on this show several times because if um, you're a listener to this show, you can get a free 30-day trial and a free credit. And if you've been holding off on giving it a try, now is the time. So after you're done listening, go immediately to my website at yddoa.com deals and get your free 30-day trial. If you love to read but don't have time to sit around and read a physical book, get Audible. But anyway, this is why I love walking. Right now I'm listening to a book called The Desire Map Experience and it is excellent. You could use your free credit to get this book or something else you've had your eye on. All I'm saying is that listening to something while walking makes me love walking so much. And because I love listening to books and podcasts, if given the time, I could easily spend an entire day walking simply because I get to listen to a book or podcast. No joke. Number six. Lastly, I got the free app MyFitnessPal on my phone. And it's kind of an old, it's not a new thing. I'm you might have heard of it, but um, and I had it. <laughs> Funny thing is, I had it a long time ago, um, but I would lie to it. <laughs> I know it's so pathetic, but um, but I'm not lying to my fitness pal anymore. Um, but what you do if you didn't know about my fitness pal, you type in your info and your goal weight, and it will tell you how many calories you can have to hit your goal weight. And then you log in your food. And I know it sounds a little time consuming, but I either log my food during my meal or at the end of the evening when I'm scrolling on my phone before bed. It really only takes me a couple minutes. It doesn't take that long. So that's it. That's all I've done and lost seven pounds in just over two weeks. I've kept it off, which has never happened in my life. I'm still losing, which actually has happened in my life because I think I was really depressed at one point. Um, in my past and I was eating tons of apple pie daily and I gained about 20 pounds in apple pie fat alone. I mean, I pretty much, pretty much all I had to do was stop eating the apple pie and I lost most of the weight, but don't ask. But back then I had the weight to lose. I have pandemic weight now to lose and so far I am very happy with the path that I'm on. Before I go, so let's recap on what I did. Stop eating out entirely if you can. I did take my son out to eat last night, and I had a salad, a side salad, fruit, and half of a Reuben sandwich, which I love those Reuben sandwiches, and two onion rings, another favorite of mine. I only had two onion rings, though. I did not gorge on all the bar food like normal because I don't like the feeling I get when I gain even an ounce. And guess what? I actually lost weight from yesterday to today. So if you have to go out to eat, order something healthy or just don't eat the whole thing. Ask the server to box up half your meal before they bring it to the table if you have to. Just remember, you know, if, at some point, you know, with, with just a little work, you can lose a pound in a day. So remember how it feels to lose the weight. It feels great. 
and you won't want to mess it up. Gaining for me makes me feel like crap and I don't like feeling like crap. Subscribe to Every Plate. I'll put a link in the show notes and on my blog at yddoa.com slash 103 where you can get $20 off your first order. Either that or eat chemical-free food. Now, that's too hard for me to figure out and too costly at the grocery store. So Every Plate takes the guesswork out for me and saves me money and time. Next, eat next to no junk food. Assuming that you're the adult in your home and control the food coming into the home, quit buying junk food. Your kids don't need it either or just buy like two junky snacks for your kids that you know you won't eat anyway. So yes, we have Rice Krispie Treats in the pantry, but I don't like them, so I don't eat them. We do have chips in the pantry too that I do love, but I love the feeling of losing weight more than I love the chips, which is progress for me. So I don't eat them or I eat one handful and I stop. Make sure you get the Loftilla Smart Scale. This is a must-have. I'm not sure that I would be able to do this without this scale. It is only $40 on Amazon and it'll be the best investment you make in your weight loss journey. You'll get to see your weight down to the ounce and losing just one ounce feels amazing. Walk or figure out an exercise that you like that will allow you to burn at least 300 calories per day. But this is what's working for me. So depending on your body type, you may have to adjust, but burning 300 calories per day is causing me to lose and keep off the weight. Get the Audible app now while the getting is good. The new Audible Plus catalog is amazing and I can't say enough great things about it. Go to my website at yddoa.com slash deals and try it free for 30 days. And it's so totally worth it. So that's how I'm doing it. And thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful to you, please feel free to share it. I would love to connect more with you. So please join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash yddoa. You can also find me at Instagram at your DD of Awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming, which is spelled C Y N D I, and Liming is L I M I N G. Be sure to check out my website, yddoa.com, where you'll find all the deals, resources, and episodes of Your Daily Dose of Awesome. Thanks again for listening. I'm Cindy Liming, and get on out there, get healthy, and kick fear in the butt. so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.